president. Have to see some pace off. Now, from the Channel 10 Eyewitness News. All right, get set to kill Ann. Hey, where's Ann going? What, what's she doing with that machine gun? Oh, my God, quick, quick, camera to the light. She was fed up with reading one story after another about drugs and violence. Now, she wants to right the wrongs and rewrite the news in Ann Poe. Starring Ann Bishop. Don't kiss me, please. I'll see you tonight at 5, 6, and 11. Gone. Ann She took the news into her own hands. What are you going to do with me? When I get through with you, there won't be enough of you left to make a good 2K for Don Knoll. Starring Ann Bishop. Also starring Carl Weathers as Dwight Lauderdale and Don Knotts as Don No. There's a stationary front over the Midwest. And Bo, she rewrote the news. And Bo, in another slideshow. Ann Bishop or uh, Janet Reno? That was an old trivia question. But now that Ann is uh, sleeping with the fishes or that uh, Sandy Payton ran off with her body, now how do I sound? Am I cutting out at all? No, you sound great, man. I sound great? Well, I always sound great. Some days greater than others. When you're legendary, you have a habit of sounding pretty great. But, uh, see, George is out sick this weekend. I mean, George is out on vacation this week. He would be sick. He might be sick. He's sick a lot. Well, now you sound okay. Oh, really? Well, what do you mean he's sick a lot? Are you picking on poor George again? No, I'm not picking on him. For like ten seconds, and you're picking on poor little George. What I tell you, Chris? He wants the job. Oh, he definitely does. No, you're cutting out now. Bad. Now, do we know if it's on the air like that? Because the last segment there when... Uh, I don't know. Miguel will come in and tell us. Uh, I know he listens in his office. He's, he's the only one that listens. And you just cut out again there. So I sure hope it's not on the air like that. If it's just me, I, I can... Listen, after all of these years, after putting up with this garbage, I can put up with almost anything. You'll, you can adapt? I'm, I'm pretty adaptable and flexible and malleable. A malleable old queen. But as far as uh, this other stuff... So what's the story? Does anybody know? Is it on the air? Uh, nobody's come in yet, but uh, I'm guessing we're okay on the air. I'm guessing. Because you're cutting out really bad. And and during the uh, Bo Camper Guilty thing there, oh, and let me tell you, so you so-called Panther fans, and, and Denise Pot fan, man, you talk about DF, dumb frog. Dumb freaking frog. I watched the uh, the total collapse of the Panthers last night, just after the Leafs were collapsing in New York against the Rangers. So why would I want to watch that? 7-2. to two. So I watched the uh, Panthers blow the lead against Carolina. And uh, every every time the Panthers get a penalty, oh, jeez, we got robbed, and they're the officials. And, and, and everybody's just a crybaby now, no matter how flagrant, how obvious the penalty is. And, you know, they blow the lead in regulation, which, first of all, they had a 3-1 to one lead. I don't want to get hockey intensive, but it's just so frustrating to me, so stupid. And there's a flagrant penalty, a tripping penalty called in, in overtime, which is unusual overtime penalties, but it was flagrant. It was obvious. And now Eddie the Beagle, Eddie Balfour is upset because he thought it was a dive by the Carolina player. And so he comes out, and he's doing the swan dive. He's skating all across the ice. And Denise Potvin, per perhaps the dumbest frog on the face of the earth, says, Oh, don't you love that? <laughs> That's really great. <laughs> yeah, it was so great that he got an uh, unsportsmanlike extra two minutes. And during the five-on-three, my old buddy Ray Whitney scores the winning goal, and they lose in overtime, and they're out of the playoffs. Nice going, Denise, you silly-ass frog. And so now... They show when the game is over, and Carolina's won the game in overtime, the, the so-called fans, and they use the term so-called, they're heaving all kinds of crap out of the ice. And Denise is saying, well, you know, you really can hardly blame them. By the way, a buddy of mine just uh, threw me a text, and uh, we sound okay on the air. Well, we don't sound okay uh, here, but your buddy sent you a text, well, that's good. 
I'm glad to hear that because you just now you cut out when you said a buddy me a text. So I'm assuming I'll fill in the blank. Sent me a text. That's correct. <laughs> no. <laughs> fill in the blank. We'll just let you go with it, man. We'll see what I you come up with. No problem. I'm so used to the crap in this place. I mean, it's just, and and then they're telling me, oh, uh, fix it. He's giving me. Well, if you unplug the Atelos box, and if you, yeah, like it's on this end, okay. Nothing gets messed up on this end on the weekends. It's always in that place when they come in. It's like a jungle gym. It's like they let a bunch of a fifty uh, a bunch of fifty little kids in there, like in a jungle gym, and they're playing with this and yanking with that. And there's a lot of yanking going on there. That's what I think. By the way, they're trying to get a hold of that engineer to come out to your place. I think. For what? Um, I, I guess they think that the problem is on that end. Well, why don't they tell me that? Maybe I ought to put my clothes on if the engineer's coming out here. I don't want to be That'd be good, right? Shorts. Wouldn't that be a good idea? Can you imagine? Why don't, they, why don't they tell me anything? I don't think it is on this end. I don't think it is either. Um, well, he can come out there and wiggle your wires and see how it goes. I don't want him to wiggle anything, okay? Believe me. Not that engineer. Not any engineer. I've never met an engineer in my life. I want to have wiggling anything of mine. I'll guarantee you that. All right, let's uh, pretend we're doing a show, okay? And then during the break, I'll run and put some clothes on. They're trying to get a hold of the engineer. Well, what's he going to do that I couldn't do? Uh, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to answer that question? What What is he going to do as far as plugging, unplugging? First of all, it was on his end. How come I sound so good? How come I'm not cutting out? That's a good point. Yeah, that is an excellent point, as usual. How come the 8 million other times that... Uh, the problems have always, uh, you know, they've always uh, started on that end. They originated down there. But, of course, it must be here. must be something old Neil did. I'm sure of that. Maybe they can sign John McCain here. He's uh, good at problem solving. He says that U.S.-Iraq security and the capital is working the crackdown, and Americans lack the full picture of the progress. Things are going great, man. We can actually walk. Uh, there's, there's a block we found where we go outside for like five minutes and not get killed. Meanwhile, the U.S. military later reported after he got through talking all that crap, uh, six soldiers were killed in roadside bombing southwest of Baghdad. That's how good security is going. Two of the soldiers killed Saturday. Four others died yesterday in what appeared to be coordinated attacks. The four soldiers died as they were responding to the first explosion, which killed the first two, indicating the attacks took place in the last minutes of Saturday and shortly after midnight on Sunday. And John McCain says, everything is coming up roses, baby. Everything is just really nice. Right. So, so what do you tell me they're trying to get a hold of the engineer to come out here and, and do what? Well, that was the last thing they said to me. I don't know if, uh, you know, they got a hold of him or, you know, he will be coming out there, but that's what they said. I see. Here's the poll from Friday. And, boy, they hate the poll today. Sorry, Charlie. You know, Charlie B. that sends in the 8 million polls and send in the... Charlie, let me just say this to you, okay? I appreciate all your work. You're a real whoever you are, Charlie B. This guy sends in about 15, 20 different... He, this is his new occupation. He creates polls for the show, which is wonderful. But uh, try to find some polls that are about something beside... Oh, God! You know, uh, if Neil farts the wrong flavor in the elevator, would you, uh, you know, cough and make a lot of noise? Uh, would you uh, run out of the elevator and kill yourself? I'll, I'll, you know, it's just stop already with that, Charlie. I don't want you to get you know, all sensitive and like that, but cut the crap. You think he'll get sensitive if I say cut the... Crap. Yeah. Huh? I just said it. Here's the poll from Friday. I enjoy it most when Neil gets... See, there's Neil again. Neil, Neil, God. Neil. Neil, God. Charlie, I'm sure you're not my type. Okay, just go away. I enjoy it most when Neil gets blank intensive. Politics intensive, 640. Well, I just got through talking about John McCain. They should be real happy. And what a bozo he is, a jackass, an a-hole. Religion, 394. Oh, happy Pesach. Make sure you're eating the matzah now. Lots of butter and salt, baby. It'll kill you. 
like eating cardboard. I enjoy most when you'll get station management intensive, like when uh, the engineering is all screwed up, like today again, 254. I hate this poll, 113, only 6%. Wait till you see how many hate the poll today, Charlie. When you'll get sex intensive, 109, when's that going to start? Ratings intensive, 103. Food, 80. Hockey, 76. I already gave you your hockey talk about what a bunch of stupid fans there are. Throwing crap all over, and Denise Pot fans egging them on. Oh, you can hardly blame them. <laughs> You're an idiot, Denise. Godfather Intensive 69 and MySpace Intensive way down there last, only 33. They hate that stuff. Man, the good news, what? It's a little shocking. I remember they used to like it. I guess they got sick of you're, it. You're, you're cutting out and out of the point. I hear like maybe two words. Okay. That's well, how bad it is. Well, what do you think I, I said? I mean, people on the air, I guess, can hear what you're saying, although I have my doubts about that, but maybe your friend is stoned off his ass. I have no idea. Probably. Anyway, we have 1,300 MySpace friends. Oh! How do you like that? It's pretty good. Aren't you proud of that? Now, what I'm going to do is take the break a little bit early now because I want to put some clothes on because I don't want to be sitting here in my boxer shorts when the engineer from uh, the fan shows up here. That would be kind of embarrassing. That would be it? bad. I walked in there, and there was this Neil was sitting there naked, and uh, yeah, I wonder what that was all about. Yeah, they hate to pull today, Charlie. I don't want to take it, take, I'll take it personal, Charlie. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bow on the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the hockey authority, Neil God. And who, may I ask, is the father... I'm going to review this. Every day is a new adventure. Chicken in a box. We've heard of chicks with, but this is chicken in a box. Now the good news is I just had my own spy report from somebody who I know and trust and has got an IQ larger than his thumbnail, and he said it sounds fine on the ear. Okay. Eric said the same thing, as well as one what? of my friends said that. One of your friends. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. What, who the hell cares about that? Well, Eric also said it, too. So. Oh, Eric also said it. Well, how, how the hell does Eric know? Eric's listening online. Isn't he in Orlando? How the hell would Eric yeah. know? I guess I mean, it just sounds online. It's, I guess online it sounds fine. Well, that's good. We don't have any dropouts online. And, and I guess that's all the more reason for me to just pop, 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 even though we're delighted to have Josh with us this week. At least through um I'll just keep uh, I'll just keep eating my Howie sandwich if you want. I mean, no big deal. Yeah, that would be good, and that would be the excuse for why I'm here. The dropouts. Well, I got my shirt and my uh, walking shorts on now, just in case the engineer comes tapping on my door. In fact, you know what? I probably ought to unlock the door if he's. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if they would tell me if he's coming up here or something, so I would you know would would know. Listen, I don't I don't know that he is. Uh, they just said that they were going to call him, and try to get him out there. Yeah, because they're convinced that it's something on this end. Obviously. And let me say it to you again. I sound as pristine. This old queen sounds clean and pristine. How do you like that? 
Huh? I don't want to be mean, but nevertheless, I'm going to be nice. about it. They're full of crap. I, hey, look, what do I know? It's possible it's something on this end. Phone is working. Oh, look at this. QAM. Sounds fine on the air. Okay, thank you. See, it sounds fine on the air. There's no dropouts. There's our third confirmation. Happy Pesach, by the way. Oh, maybe it has something to do with Passover, you think? Perhaps. Maybe it's, maybe it's a Jewish thing. Pass it over. <laughs> Let's take a look at that award-winning pool today from Charlie B. that they hate like poison. I don't even know why I put this one on there. You know, I've got a pile of like 600 pools here that he and other people are sending. I don't know. I don't think there was anything that bad about it. But, uh, boy, they hate it like poison. You, you think that somebody poisoned their matzah today. Well, that would be a good, wouldn't that be a good scare to put on the ear? Like, uh, that would not be a good idea. Get all the Jews really upset. Poison matzah. Don't even say it. God is pissed off, man. Okay, when you vote, I hate this poll, what are you really saying? That's the poll question. Now, do you think that's a bad question? Yes. <laughs> you went, yes, like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I'm hearing it. But at least I'm getting entertainment from it because on the air it sounds great, so what do we care what I hear? Well, I'll give you a couple laughs from cutting out. I beg your pardon? I'll give you a couple laughs from cutting yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, the, maybe they, uh, they don't like you. Maybe that's what it's all about. Yeah, someone's sabotaging me. So here's the uh, answer. I genuinely dislike that poll when I say I hate this poll. 375, 54.3%. Well, I, you know, I guess. I guess. I don't believe that, but I guess. I hate this poll, meaning this one today, 163, 23.5%. Well, that's bad, man. That, that's one of the all-time worst, Charlie. And even Josh said he hates this poll. Didn't you say that? That's what I said. Sucks. What about you, Chris? You think this is a bad poll? That's okay. Nothing, nothing wonderful. I could change it. Yeah, that'd be good. To change it? <laughs> yeah. Are we really on the air? Is this, I know yesterday was April Fool, but I have a feeling that they postponed it one day. Cause That's what this is. Sunday. Somebody's fooling That's it. That's what this is. I got a better one here that Charlie said. He'll, he won't feel so bad if I, if I yank this pool. Maybe I'll yank it. Yank it, man. No, thanks. Well, no, here's the, now, let me ask you how you like this one. Okay. I wish I had more time to blank. Now, do you want me to read uh, the choices on here? I, I don't know if I should. Nah, the hell with it. Let's see how many votes we got on here. 700. It's only a short show today, so. Oh, by the way, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Marlins baseball at 1230. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got a story, a bank story. I, I'm not going to mention the name of the bank, but it's here. It's a Toronto bank, so, you know, nobody down there can get all bent out of shape. Oh, my God, they're going to cancel. I don't think that my bank here is advertising on WQAM or any other South Florida station. I made a deposit. See, I have a checking account here, but I use it very, very seldom, very little. And I made a deposit to cover a check that I wrote, okay? Okay. I made the deposit in cash at the ATM. You following this? Of course, yeah. Okay. I made the deposit on Friday, knowing that I was going to mail out the check on Wednesday and it would arrive wherever it was going to arrive. And it hasn't Thursday. gone through yet. No, no. It, not, it went through and they bounced it. They bounced it? Because the, even, though, even though the balance showed, I mean, I keep, I, I, there's like 1500 bucks in that account. Okay. And the check was for 1000 But at the time that it went through there, they hadn't credited, they still hadn't counted the money from the ATM yet. Yeah, that happens a lot. This was cash. This wasn't a check I deposited. I know. This, that happens a lot? Yeah. Where do you think I'm going to be at 1235? Woodbine? 
No, at my bank. Oh, okay. No, I had a good weekend at Woodbine Mon. I hit three grand on the line at Woodbine on Saturday. I went Saturday morning and I broke even, and Saturday night I went back and I hit three grand on the line, Mon, and I ran out of there. Yeah. I smart, flew smart. out. Well, I, before they could yank the money out of my wallet, I said, okay, I'll take it. Thank you. See ya. Bye. And I ran out like a rocket. I haven't moved that fast in a hundred years. When you vote, I hate this poll. What are you really saying? Uh, I don't hate the polls, 88. I, I don't know. What, I don't even know what that means. Me neither. I hate Neil because he won't put me in his will, 18. Yeah, that's probably what uh, Chris voted. I just like being negative and hateful, 16. See, I think that's, that's the honest answer. Only 16 people have fessed up to it. I just like being negative and hateful because I'm in South Florida and I hate my life. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's our winner. Yeah, you bet. See, even you know that. You sounded better there that time. You didn't come out, cut out. So if you talk in very short sentences, like okay. two seconds of talk. No, now you sound okay. Now, now, wouldn't it be something if it got straightened out and then the poor engineer showed up here and said, okay, I'm here to uh, help straighten it out. Oh, no, it was on that end anyway. Well, when he gets there, just say April Fool's. No, now you sound fine. Play that uh, Ahmedinejad. You want a little uh, music? Ahmedinejad. Or play something. Let's see. Now it's coming out again. Okay, that's enough. Of that. Oh, okay. Oh, well, it was good for what lasted. Yeah. I hate Neil's opinions, five. I hate Neil because I'm a right-wing a-hole, four. Uh-huh. I hate Neil because he rejected me as a MySpace friend, two. Now, do you um, reject a lot of people from your MySpace? Very, very. You know the ones I reject, the ones who are selling something? Oh, of course. Or the ones who are promoting some product or some crap, or the ones who are obviously fake, with no profile and no friends and no life and no name, and I'm just, I'm not putting up with that. I hate myself for continuing to listen to Neil, too. I can understand that. I hate myself, period, too. I hate Neil because I'm a religious nut, one. I hate the world, one. Remember that song? I hate the world. I hate everybody. Remember that? Yeah. Well, that was uh, that Michael Jackson thing, remember? USA for Africa? That worked really well. Thank a very touchy-feely no song. Thank God there's no starving people over there. Don't be getting me on me with that touchy-feely. I'm a touchy-feely kind of guy. If I like you, I'll touch you and feel you, but I, not in your case. I hate the world one. I hate Neil one. Well, thank you. I hate Neil because he hung up on me none, and I hate Neil's success none. Out of 719. We won't make a 1,000 by ball game time, but that's okay. we got a good excuse. It's a short, short show, right? Or because the poll sucks. No, you're cutting out real bad again. Because the poll sucks? Is yes. that what you said? Yes. Now I don't hear anything. Well, I didn't say anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Oh, great. Great. Okay. <laughs> Let's drive the old man nuts. April Fool, Neil. <laughs> I know we've got three, we've got three authoritative uh, reports here that it sounds just fine on the air, including somebody that I know and trust who uh, wouldn't BS me, okay? So I know that you sound just fine. All the other stuff that's got that, blah, 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 like that on the air, it's just uh, on my speaker here. Yeah, something wrong over there. Oh, see, like there. You, you said something, and then you just cut right out. You still there? Yes, I am. Well, what did you say? Some. I said, it's something wrong over there. Wow. That, that was a joke. Well, whatever it was, it was. I'm not, look, I, you think I'm going to worry about it? I'm so used to it at this point, especially on Monday. Every Monday is April Fool's Day. Even could be the middle of August. It's April Fool's at QAM. Surprise! Technical screw-up. But the bizarre thing is that when the Geldy was on there, I think I think too much Geldy is what screwed up the transmitter. That's what did it. I don't think it could take any more of that. 
And I know I sure as hell couldn't. Boy, when I came in here, and, and but, but the point I'm trying to make to you is it wasn't cutting out when they were on Geldy and Bo, the Geldy and Bo for a Kenny and Bo morning show. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't cutting out when I got there and talked to you the first time, correct? No. And then all of a sudden, Chris, see, it was Chris. Chris did something. Actually, I think it was uh, Josh, because it was working fine until about five minutes before he got here. Uh, the key word before. Well, he, I didn't hear last. Uh, it's not just cutting out for like a half a second. Now. It's cutting out for like the half of the last half of the sentence, whatever you said. So I'm just trying to fill in the blanks. You know, so it's like a like a game. It is. It's a game. So we yeah. can just make fun of you, and you won't know. I, I really don't care. You can make all the fun of me I want, but my, my check is still going to show up on the what's the date? Second, a week from tomorrow. In fact, it'll probably show up a week from today, a day early. Won't it, Joe? Hi, huh? it better. Well, that's right. I won't be here anyway. Where are you going? On vacation. What, what do you mean, where am I going? I'm going on vacation, man. Are you, are you going anywhere? I mean, you got a little destination. I'm or? going to Amsterdam. How do you All like right. that? Going Wait, to I thought Amsterdam. you hate Amsterdam. I never said I hated it. I said I was getting a little burned out on it, but I'm taking some friends, one of whom has never been to Europe before, and he and I'll just show him a wonderful time. Now, he had our sexual friends, so he'll, he'll enjoy the red light district and all the perversion there. Now, you, you know? don't really get burned out, right? Right out there? Yeah, burn this. Well, how come you're asking me? Uh, you're, you're supposed to be working with George, I would assume, uh, next week, aren't you, or not? No, me? that would be me. That would be, yeah, that'd be Chris. Well, that's right. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of back in the day, you know. <laughs> so back instead in of an engineer, days. you want to send a psychiatrist over there? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say this to you, okay? <laughs> you. Yeah. David's a bitch. Video presents Theatermont Kids Sing Along Songs. Over 60 of your favorite sing along songs on three fun loving videos or DVDs. Let's all get drunk TV offer, so call now for this priceless collection. Why don't we get drunk and screw? All right. 10.32, everything sounds really super on this end. I uh, redid the uh, telos. I turned it on and off during the break, and I came back and sat down here, and guess what? It was still cutting out real bad. Of course. Just like you're going to be doing any second now, but nevertheless... As long as it sounds good on the air, I mean, who cares about me, right? Who I guess. crap about me? Why would anybody worry about that? Okay, let's take a look at that award-winning schedule. we got the Marlin pregame show. It's opening day. Oh! I still don't understand what the big deal is with that, but it's every year I go through that same thing. At least it's an away game anyway. It's a road game at the Washington Nationals. Boy, there'll be a gigantic tune-in for that. Opening day for the Marlins. Any interest? No. Hey, watch it now. Pre-game at 12.30, a game time with your close personal friend, uh, what's his name, Dave Van Boring at 1 o'clock, and Roxy's, uh, Soxy, Foxy Roxy. Hank will be on after the ball game at Rivals, and then Eddie Kay at Rivals, 7 o'clock tonight. That really, you know what, that really just amazes the hell out of me. What's that? That we got 
Isn't tonight, I mean, isn't officially the start of Pesach tonight at sundown, or was it last night? Well, you would know better than me, but... No, I would not. I would not. I'm a heathen. I don't know any, any of those religious, whether it's uh, Jewish holidays or Goyish holidays or Muslim. I, I don't uh, care about that crap, okay? Life is too short to be worried, wasting any time with garbage like that. Yes, it's tonight. Tonight. See, tonight at sundown, and we got Hank and Eddie Kay going to burn in hell because uh, the management made them work on Pesach. That's bad. And I see the Humpers on again tomorrow, and Eddie Kay is also on again tomorrow after the uh, Panther game. Boy, that should be really something following that. Or following the Marlin game. I, I can't even keep track of all this. we got the Panthers on 1360, and the Marlins, that's tomorrow. Let's, let's save it for tomorrow. We'll kill some good time. 750 votes. Now, we got almost two hours. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible. No, it's not. 248 votes in uh, two hours? No way. Uh, it's possible right? if we had a good not poll. A, not on this pool. Yeah. You know something? I know it's on that end. I, I would bet you a zillion dollars of your money it's on that end. I, I, can, I can hear just by the way it's cutting out. It's like a loose wire or something, you know? You're not going to get an argument from me on that. Good. Because even if I did, I'll only hear half of it anyway. <laughs> now, see, that's probably a blessing in, the, in disguise to all of this, is that even if you want to argue and give me a bunch of crap, I'm only going to hear half, half of it anyway. And you know what they say, half a loaf of crap is better than a whole loaf or something like that. Know what they say? Something like that. It, it was sounded just fine, and then Chris did something. I don't know what the hell he did. It was yeah, when I Josh. It. Jo it was when Josh came in, wasn't it? Yeah, basically. Let's find a scapegoat. Let's let, let's not fix it. Now, did you ever find out are they actually sending the engineer here? Or, I did or not? not find out. I would well, imagine they're not. I, I figured they'd maybe pop their head in and uh, let me know if they were going to do that. So, in other words, we're just going to, because it's not going to, by osmosis, fix itself between now and tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. I, I understand that's a revolutionary thing for me to be saying, and I'm probably way out of line in saying that, but you know me, I'm always out of line. That's the story of my life. He's way out of line, opening up a big, fat, stupid, loud mouth. That's me. So, how do you like that thing with my bank? You never, you, you tell me that happens all the time. All the time, time, man. How, how long can you hold a cash deposit? Listen. I'm I'm no stranger to that. I, I've it's happened to me, where it's taken four or five days. You know, yeah. I heard it's taken four out of whatever you just got through saying the last two sentences. Those are the three or four words that I just heard. <laughs> That's how bad it's cutting out. Cut it out. Iranian state radio reported that all 15 British sailors and Marines held captive by Iran have confessed to illegally entering Iranian waters, but. And an apparent softening in the dispute said their statements would not air because of positive changes from the Brits, from those silly-ass Brits who give me the Schmitz. The softer tone was apparently mirrored in London, where an official said Britain has agreed to consider discussing with Iran. Oh, look at this. Cheesehead Tommy Thompson's running for president. Anybody care about that? No. Cheesehead. He drank water out of a creek, and ba ba ba. he was an outdoorsy kind of guy, and now he's dead. And we're all that crap when a guy died to the Enquirer up there with the uh, anthrax? Not really. I sure do. Well, you were just a punk back then. What did you care about 9-11, you know? <laughs> Britain, however, wants an unconditional release of the crew and is not negotiating for their freedom, said the official who spoke on condition of anonymity because of the sensitivity of the crisis. Iran has demanded an apology from Britain as a condition for the release of the crew who sees March 23rd. And but a beep but a boop but a bop and uh, the beat goes on. And, you know, you can just tell that there are certain individuals, I want to say the neocon, the fascists, who are just chomping at the bit to use this as an excuse to go in there and just to nuke the hell out of them. Speaking of Pesach, i got a great story about that. 
After I see this very important fax, it says... You don't like that. The reason the money is not in your bank account, and then it just this also it's cut me. off like uh you know every all the feed that's coming from here. Well, did it come in this way? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even the faxes are cut off. Even the faxes get chopped today. It must be because it's a Jewish holiday. Everybody's getting cut today. If you weren't circumcised before this show, you better look around afterward because you're going to be a bloody mess. It says the reason the money is not in your bank account, and then it's, uh, that's the end of it. I'm sure, you can see there's another word there, whatever. Maybe they're trying to say, you lost it all at Woodbine, or whatever, something like that. Deposited cash, and they bounce a check. You know, I, I, it just, it's just unbelievable. I know the thing about holding on to checks that they do forever and ever and ever. I went through that with them over there once before about that. But nevertheless, you know, life will go on. A guy that's making my kind of money and I'm bouncing checks, is that like a, a wound to your ego or what? I don't care. I really don't care. Too bad. Allison Goldberg will be doing a lot of praying today. Oi! It's the first evening of Passover and the Gators are playing the Ohio State Buckeyes. Whether by divine plan or cruel coincidence, the college basketball title game has landed on the same night that many South Florida Jews are supposed to spend with their families, eating, praying, Baruch Adonai, and reciting from a special text during a ritual meal known as a Seder. What are you laughing about? I'd just like to be at one of those so I could, you know, be amused. One of those you parties. To... Oh, Seder? Yeah, you get to drink a little wine. <laughs> to celebrate the holiday that marks the people's exodus from Egypt and slavery. Talk about a test of faith, it says. This is in the Sun Sentinel. Thinking that they're very cute and clever, which they never are. Talk about a test of faith, it says. Forget the apple. Temptations arrived in the form of a big screen TV with high definition and surround sound. It's like, what do I do? Do I eat dinner really quick? Is it possible uh, to put on TV in another room and run back and forth? Wonders Goldberg, a rabid Gator fan from Deerfield Beach, will be attending a Seder at the home of a religiously observant aunt and uncle. Oy vey. The dilemma, most Passover seders don't start until sundown around 7.30 p.m. Game time is 9.21 tonight. Ve is mere. Oy ve, what do we do? We're going to all burn in hell. God don't like the uh, NCAA. It's all goyim. Goldberg normally relishes the seder. This year, however, she hopes the dinner and accompanying ceremonies, including reading the Haggadah, will be kept to a minimum. So, or is that Haggadah? I, I don't even know, this, all this Jew stuff. Will be kept to a minimum. She can, at the very least, rush home afterward, catch the end of the game. If they start reading in the Hebrew, it's over, she groans playfully. They can make a two-hour Seder into four hours. Wendy Zimmerman of Palm Beach Gardens already decided there will be no TV on during the Seder, and she and her husband are hosting. A couple of meta students at the University of Florida are huge fans, but this is the first Passover dinner they've hosted, so they want to do it right. That means no TV distractions during the meal. We think it's inappropriate, she said. Of course, that doesn't mean her TiVo has to be turned off. We're not going to look at the Internet or anything to see the score. We want to watch it from the beginning. Matt Wolf, 30 of Tamarack, ruled out attending his family Seder when he bought tickets to tonight's game in Atlanta. He will observe the holiday and the game there in person. He's not worried about what the Almighty will think. God, he said, is rooting for the Gators. Oh, isn't that cute? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm rooting for uh, my bank getting that thing straightened out is what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for the uh, sound, the audio to get straightened out. And you're not cutting out, and you want to know why? Because you're not saying anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that worked out good. That was good. In fact, maybe if you say stuff like real quick, like like you just did there. Okay. Good. See, it worked good. Uh-huh. That's a good one. Uh-huh. 764 votes on the poll. We'll get to whatever we'll get to by game time. we got the Marlin game at 1230, and then Wednesday again, another Marlin uh, game with a pregame at 1230. Oh, oh what a week. Oh, oh. Come on. Neil Young. 
Friday night on Fox Nazi News. A special report we wrote all by ourselves. Barack Saddam Hussein Osama Obama. The Democrats' golden boy. What you don't know about Iraq Saddam Hussein Osama Obama may surprise you. As a boy, he went to mattress in Mr. Wilson's all-night mattress store and practiced Wahhabism as a hobby all the way to Kimosabi. He kidnapped Lindbergh's baby. He was the mystery man on the grassy knoll. Saddam Hussein was his uncle. And if you look closely, you'll realize his real father was Jack Webb. Plus, an infuriating and typically uninformed commentary from one of our garden-variety, hard-looking bleach blondes hand-picked out of our stable of Republican blondes that put out easy and appealed to our elderly and drunk right-wing viewers. Fox Nazi News. 30% of the truth for the 30% of you. Watch and obey. 14 before 11 at 560 WQM. We're only an hour and 44 minutes away from the Marlin pregame show. Not that we're counting, but it is kind of nice. opening day, baby. That's when people, I couldn't give a flying leap less about baseball. Oh, it's opening day. Yeah, whoopee. And then the rest of the season, they don't pay any attention. Probably just as well. I see the Red Sox. No, it wasn't the Red Sox. It was the Mets and, and the, the Cardinals Sunday last night. Mets and the Cardinals. And I saw one, I'm trying to think. I saw like part of an inning. And the Mets scored a couple of runs, and the Cardinal pitcher couldn't get anybody out, and they just kept uh, they just kept rounding the bases and scoring like crazy, and uh, that was that was all I could take. I watched a couple innings. Did you really? I I I'm one of the very few people who still likes baseball. Oh, well, yeah, that's because you worked with Dave Van Boren, and he made it so exciting for you. Oh, God, is he coma inducing? He just now don't start ripping uh, Dave just because you're not on the broadcast anymore. That would seem so gratuitous. That would be you, sir. That would be me what? Well, I'm, I'm not just starting now. From the first day I heard him, I thought, God, this guy got a very good voice, but, boy, he sure don't know how to use it. Well, you know, it's like, you know. It's like if you have a very good apparatus, you know, and you just didn't know how to use it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get too graphic, but, you know, there are probably some guys who've got a very good equipment. They just don't know how to use it. Well, there are a lot of good broadcasters that you don't like. A lot of good broadcasters, and then you cut out that what? That you don't like. Such as? All right, well, I'm going to get ripped here, but uh, like Dave O'Brien. Is good. He's know. okay. He's generic. But everybody's generic to you. No, no, they're not. Well, today most of them are generic. That, that's the problem. There are very few broadcasters today who are ever going to be like legendary. I mean, listen, if anybody knows from legendary, it's me. Oh, God. That's right. I know what it means to be legendary. But uh, can you name me? Are you going to tell me that Dave O'Brien is going to be legendary or Boog Shambi is going to be legendary? Who can say? Like a Harry Carey or a Mel Allen or a Bob Prince well, or a Kurt Gowdy or the really famous great sportscasters? Of course not. You know you're full of crap. We've been through this. Every time you're in there, we go through the same thing. I'm not saying that Dave O'Brien is bad. It's just that he's he just sounds like everybody else. That's all they are. So, so wait a minute. You're saying he's not bad, but he's not legendary? That is correct. He's okay. okay. He's okay. And he's, he's certainly not anywhere, not even close to being as good as Joe Angel was with the Marlins. Not oh. even close. Oh. Oh, what? In the wind column. Did that cut out there? No, I heard it. <laughs> I, I wish it would have. I'd like to cut your ass out. How do you like that? Joe Angel was excellent, okay? Joe Angel is an excellent broadcaster. I don't care what you say. I think he's good. 
and a lot better than Dave O'Brien will ever dream of being. Mm -hmm. And then the thing that really frosts my fat ass is that they can Joe Angel because Dave O'Brien put it to him like, well, I want to be the number one guy. And if I'm not the number one guy, blah, blah. And so they blew out Joe Angel. And Dave O'Brien, like two months later, says, oh, guess what? I'm going to ESPN. Is that okay? Remember that? that that's exactly yeah, how that went down. He gets Joe Angel canned, and then he, you know, then he turns and uh, turns tail, as they say, and runs in the other direction. I hope that I hope that bird of paradise pees all over his head. How do you like that, Dave O'Brien? He was on my show one day back when he was uh, him and Joe were doing the games. He's a good guy. Very funny. Yeah, well, God, that's great. There's a lot of guys that are very funny. It doesn't mean they ought to be uh, broadcast in sporting events. I mean, if that's the best you can come up with is Dave O'Brien, I rest my case. No, I just okay. mentioned him because well, you... Well, mention somebody else that you think is so good that I'm always knocking. John Miller. Me... Who? John Miller. John Miller? Yeah. I heard him last night for a little bit. Yeah, he's he's got a great voice. I wouldn't put him in the category of being legendary, but uh, you would, I'm sure. I think he's very good. Good. And I like Joe Buck when he calls baseball. When he, calls what? When, he, when he does a baseball game. You're, you're cutting out so bad. We can't, we can't have a conversation because I can't hear you. And are they doing something about this? Is there actually somebody on the way here? Or is there somebody, more importantly, finding out what's going on there, boys and girls? Because on the air, I guess, everything is hunky-dory. I'm wondering, what's Neil talking about? Of course, in your case, it's not really all that important. I hear most of what you say, but nevertheless... And what did you just say? Joe Buck, you like him when he does baseball. Correct, not football. Not football. I don't really like him, period. He's, he's another one, very generic. Now, his dad, Jack Buck, he was a great broadcaster. He had personality. He had that gruff voice. You know, He, he was great. He was incoherent the last few years, but who cares? So was Harry. Harry was incoherent for about 20 years. And do you ever hear anybody knock Harry Carey for crying out loud? No. Absolutely not. This is Harry, and that's my opinion. And that Walt Disney has nothing to do with it. That's right. Neil Rogers. God. What the hell does that mean? Anyway, that's ah. not him anyway. That's, that's that Chicago guy that sounds just like him. He, Harry hated him like poison. But anyway, I mean, they're just, they're, they just don't make him like that anymore. All these guys are cookie-cutter kind of guys. They all sound the same. They got that same kind of happy voice. Blah, 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 blah. Kind of like uh, the guy we got on in the morning who was doing jury duty this morning. I didn't mention the name, though. You know what I mean? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Like that. You know exactly. The pukers. You know what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Pukers. Broadcast pukers. I can't stand pukers. Bush's chief campaign strategist says Kerry was right on Iraq. He was absolutely... Absolutely correct, sir. The chief strategist for President Bush's 2004 re-election campaign wrote an editorial that said Democratic presidential nominee Senator John Kerry was right in calling for a withdrawal from Iraq. Kerry was right, but never submitted it according to an article to be published in uh, the New York Times. Well, it was published in yesterday's New York Times, as a matter of fact. I just mentioned that in passing. The article, XA details a loss of faith in the uh, president, details the disenchantment of one of the Bush campaign most senior aides, Matthew Dowd. Dowd was a keystone in the administration's efforts to portray Senator Kerry as a flip-flopper who couldn't be trusted with national security during wartime. He is the first of Bush's inner circle to break so publicly with him. According to the Times, Dowd was a top strategist for Texas Democrats who were disappointed by the Bill Clinton years and was impressed by the pledge of Mr. Bush, then governor of Texas, to bring a spirit of cooperation to Washington. He switched parties, joined Bush's political brain trust, and de dedicated his next six years to getting to the oral office and keeping him there. He was appointed Bush's chief campaign strategist in 2004. Dowd now says his faith in Bush was misplaced. 
He criticized the president and his family to call the nation to a shared sense of sacrifice at a time of war, failing to reach across the political divide to build consensus and ignoring the will of the people on Iraq. He said he believed the president had not moved aggressively enough to hold anyone accountable for the abuses at Abu Ghraib prison in Iraq and that Mr. Bush still approached governing with a my way or the highway mentality reinforced by a shrinking circle of trusted aides. Dowd said his decision to step forward hadn't come easily, but he said his disappointment to Mr. Bush's presidency is so great that he feels a sense of duty to go public given his role in helping Mr. Bush gain and keep power. I'm a big believer that in part what we're called to do, to me, by God, other people call it karma, is to restore balance when things didn't turn out the way they should have, Mr. Dowd said. Just being quiet is not an option when I was so publicly advocating an election. The White House Corps responded through Communication Director Dan Bartlett to say he disagreed with Mr. Dowd's description of the president isolated and his position on withdrawal, but said he wasn't surprised. Yeah, we never liked him anyway. He wasn't surprised. Bunch of crap. All these people are dying, all this bloodshed and mayhem. And, and John McCain is telling us that, oh, it's safe to walk the streets now. <laughs> I noticed that even his puffed-up cheek kind of went down a little bit. Probably from a bomb attack. In the meantime, they're dying like flies over there. And, and America's worried about, uh, you know, dancing with the stars, baby. Dancing with the stars. That's the important stuff. 791 votes. I think we got, uh, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to get. At least 900. When you think, Chris? Yeah, I think we can do it, hopefully. Now, now is there an engineer, like, working on this stuff, or is uh, they just We're about to find it? that out. Now, you just sounded good there for, like, four seconds. Well, thank you. No, I don't mean good. I mean, I could understand what you were saying. I, I don't mean you sounded good as in, like, a brilliant broadcaster. We'll find out when we hit break what's going on. Now, that sounded good. How about you, Josh? Can you say something and I can hear it? All right. How's that sound? Not cut out. When you got the sound. I heard it, but how's that like that? I think you're the problem. Here's the poll result. When I vote, I hate this poll. I, I, they're right. This poll sucks. Why did I put this on there? This could be, Charlie B., the all-time worst poll that I've ever been suckered into putting on here. But we do have 791 votes. I'll just read the top three of things. Although, what's the honest one? Uh, I just been like being negative and hateful. Still only 16. See, you're lying to us, okay? We know you're lying. I'm dying. You're lying, okay? I just like being negative and hateful. Should probably have like at least 500 votes. I genuinely dislike that poll. If I say I hate it, 427. Sure. I hate this poll, meaning the one today, 190, 23.8%. Charlie B is probably on. The, he's on the top. Uh, he's on the ledge of his patio on the 34th floor. Get ready to jump. And you know what? If I was him, I wouldn't blame him. Anybody that would anybody that would send a poll like this. And by the way, Charlie, I'll be there to hold your hand. We can jump together because I'm the idiot that put it on there. I could have sent Eric any kind of a poll over the weekend for today. You know, start the week off on a high note. But I knew we'd have him technical to fugue So, now was there an answer to that question about engineering, or was that was I just fooling myself? Is that a joke or? It was a joke. Not a good one, but just a joke. The audience is used to it. The Neil Rogers Show. You, 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 you fell. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Ooh, the mafioso guys, the manly guys. Please don't tell me now there's a gay soprano. Ooh, you don't know where he's been. Embarrassing. The network has to introduce a gay soprano. Never gonna stop. Good, good, 
Rectum. Yeah, we heard it the first time. Rectum. Okay, 1102 at 560 WQM. So anyway, I'm thinking it's got to be on your end. I mean, you know, the audience is probably thinking, what are you talking about? Everything sounds fine to us. It doesn't sound fine here, you know? Well, I was told your friend Greg is coming over there. And yeah. once he's there, him and George will confabulate and see what they can do. During the show or after the show? No, after the show. Oh, after the show. Well, that'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, that and it's sounds 1230, good. so it should be Because actually, Greg is a real, like, real engineer. I mean, I, <laughs> oh, I know that sounds really funny to people at QAM. Like, a real engineer? I mean, is that, is that like an oxymoron? A real engineer? Is there really such a thing as a real engineer? Somebody that really has some clues to what they're doing and cares about the... Well, what time is he coming? Am I supposed to know this? Am I supposed to sit around here waiting? i got to go to the bank and bitch them out. Um, we don't know yet. He said he'll be over there as soon as he can. I guess he has one other job he has to work real quick. Yeah. So he said you you two get along. So he usually calls try, try you or something. Again. He said he said and then you cut out. He said what? He said you two usually get along pretty well, and that he I guess calls you just before he gets there a little bit when he's on his way or something. No, he really doesn't do that. What I do is I leave the key with the uh, concierge downstairs, and uh, he you know he gets it from them. Well, I was, George just said he usually calls you so that you know that he's on the way over or something like that. So. Oh, okay. Well, what I, see, what do I know? I mean, if George Corso told you that, it must be accurate. I mean, what, what the hell would I know about it, you know? Exactly. Hey, talk, talk about arguing with a rock, you know? All you people out there that are getting uh, you know, bored to death, I would find a boulder, you know. I go in the backyard, find some kind of, it doesn't have to be a big boulder. I don't want you to get a hernia from trying to lift it. Just find a, a rock. And sit in a corner somewhere and put the rock there opposite you and sit down and look at the rock like it was, you know, a living and breathing thing and talk to it. Then you'll understand what it's like talking to engineering or almost most departments at QAM. Like that. See, George Corso, he knows. Has he ever, ever been in the studio? No. In his life? No. Does he even know what the studio looks like? No. Probably not. But nevertheless, you, you listen to him and don't listen to me. 822 votes on the pool. We're never going to make a thousand. We knew that right up, especially considering the nature of the pool. It was pretty weak even when I put it on there yesterday. Probably most of the people looked at it and said, "You expect us to vote on a stupid ass pool like that? Are you crazy or what?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah sure, absolutely." That's what I said. Look where I work. So I guess what I'll do is I'll leave the key or not. I'll talk to George again and have him call Greg. Actually, I have a really good him. idea. Here, here's a good idea. What's up? Tell George Corso that this place will be open. I'm, I won't be here if he gets here after 1230, but the place will be open. He can come in here and potchkey around and screw around. There won't be anything valuable left behind. He, you know, and not, not that I wouldn't trust Greg. Anyway, he's a great guy, but I'm just saying uh, it'll be open. Okay? That, that's the message. Will do. Tell him when he gets here, come in, have a wonderful time, and uh, fix it, please. Here's some bad news. Shattering previous records, Democrat Hillary Rodham Clinton collected $26 million for her presidential campaign during the first three months of the year and transferred an additional $10 million from her Senate fundraising account, Aide said yesterday. No fooling. The campaign didn't specify how much of the $36 million was available, only for the primary election, how much could be used just for the party's nominee. Still, the total raised outdistanced past presidential election records and set by a high bar by which to measure the fundraising abilities of her... Uh, campaign. They wouldn't announce how much they'd spent during those three months and how much cash they still had in hand. Her closest rivals in the polls, Barack Obama, has yet to reveal his totals. John Edwards 
um, is going to announce it today. And New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson's campaign said he raised $6 million in primary campaign money and spent more than $5 million. Republican Phil Graham of Texas, Democrat Al Gore of Tennessee, hold a record for first quarter receipts, $8.7 million for Graham in 1999, uh, five, whatever that is, and uh, whatever. Well, there you go. So Hillary's raising money all over the place. They got the connections, they, and they'll fix it. You know, they'll put the fix in, and then whoever the Republicans nominate, they'll beat the crap out of her. South Park had a very funny episode last week. About Hillary. Hillary. I didn't see it. Yeah, That's what I heard. I actually heard you say that. It didn't cut out. Wow. At least I heard part of it. Then I heard... <laughs> Look, maybe Joyce is doing that, <laughs> dropping a few of those goodies in there. 823, we're going to make 900 by 1230 by ballgame time. Now, maybe I've got a um, a bad pot, like the return pot here from... It's a possibility. Huh, I doubt it. Okay, give it a shot. Say something. Something. Even that cut out. Even something really? cut out. Yeah, in the middle. Some. Well, maybe it is on your end then, bub. What do you mean by that? I'm just, I'm just joking, man. Calm down. Nothing changed, okay? Nothing has changed. It's still the same Chazerai that it was before. And, boy, you don't want no Chazerai on Passover, boy. We're all going to burn in hell if we start. A Chazer is a pig, which can mean, you know, a derogatory term for a person who eats just uh, endlessly, <laughs> a pig. And then a Chazer also, you know, is, is a pig, literally, like an animal. You know? Don't be a Chazer. Don't be stealing no pizza. Stuff like that. A key element of the second major report on climate change being released uh, in Belgium is a chart that maps out the effects of global warming, most of them bad, with every degree of temperature rise. There's one bright spot. A minimal heat rise means more food production in northern regions of the world. So before those people all drown, they're going to at least have a smile on their face. They'll be eating a nice salami sandwich. On rye, of course, with mustard. And no Swiss cheese, baby. Oh, don't you love salami and Swiss? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so trafe. Not for Pesach. Don't be eating no salami in Swiss. I mean, if you eat it ordinarily, you're going to burn in hell. But on Passover, wow. The Lord will smote you, man. He'll stick that nasty, ugly finger, the one with that uh, hangnail on it, and he'll just kick your ass. However, the number of species going extinct rises with the heat as does the number of people who may starve or face water shortages or floods, according to the projections in the draft report obtained by the Associated Press. Some scientists, now, now wait till you hear this. This is not what you call uplifting. If you're one of those people that's like a weak sister and you get very easily uh, depressed, turn it down for a few seconds. Some scientists are calling this degree-by-degree degree projection a highway to extinction. Oh, my God. Okay, you can turn it back up now. Oh, boy. Not too loud, though. It's likely to be the source of sharp closed-door debate, some scientists say, along with a multitude of other changes and issues in the 20-chapter uh, draft report from the Intergovernmental Panel of Climate Change. While the wording in the draft is almost guaranteed to change at this week's meeting in Brussels, several scientists say the focus won't. Brussels, Belgium, that's a place I've got to get to. Maybe, maybe this time, maybe on this trip. You can get on the uh, train in Amsterdam. I think it's an hour, hour and a half. You can go to Brussels. Well, go for it, then. Two and a half hours, you can go to Cologne. Boy, I'll tell you one thing. If there's a Now, see, it's the 2nd of April. A lot of people are planning their uh, summer and the fall vacations right now. Mm -hmm. Let me recommend enthusiastically, if you've never been to Cologne, Germany, let me just tell you right now, you'll love it. Oh, brother. Oh, I'll go next week. I'm telling you, I'm not talking about schleppers like you. I'm talking about people that got a few bucks that aren't bouncing checks because they deposited cash. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know how that pisses me off? Do you have any idea? I can imagine, because a guy like you with the big bucks shouldn't be doing It's not the end of the world, but it's just, it's just an annoyance. It's just aggravating, and it makes you look like, a, like some kind of a schlepper, you know? Right. right. 
How long can they hold your money before they finally say, oh, well, we guess we got it here. I guess we got the envelopes, you know. I think it's like Bastards. seven to ten days. Seven to ten days they hold cash? If they want to, sure, why not? How about seven to ten months, based on what you're saying, if they want to? I got something they can hold. The final document will be the product of the UN network of 2,000 scientists, authors, and reviewers, along with representatives of more than 120 governments as last-minute editors. It will be the second of a four-volume authoritative assessment of the Earth's climate being released this year. Andrew Weaver, a climate scientist with the University of Victoria in British Columbia, eh, said the chart of results from various temperature levels is a highway to extinction, but on this highway there are many turnoffs. Yeah, there's a lot of turnoffs, all right. This is showing you where the road is heading. The road is heading toward extinction. While humanity will survive, hundreds of millions, maybe billions of people may not, according to the chart, if the worst scenarios happen. And it goes on. It's very depressing. And The one good thing is we're all going to be dead long since when that happens. We're all going to be dead and buried, each and every one of us. Isn't that uplifting? We're doomed. And that's because the Lord works in mysterious ways, you know. He didn't want to give you like a, a long life. He wanted to give you a miserable, <laughs> a miserable life. That's God for you. He works in mysterious and hateful, obnoxious ways. Okay, here's the poll. Now, you guys should have talked me into changing it because I'm too embarrassed to even read it. Well, we'll try. I'll try. You must, have, you must have not heard us when we said that. No, that was cutting out. 834 <laughs> votes. When I vote, I hate this poll. What are you really saying? I genuinely dislike that one poll, 443. Well, I mean, I could handle it if I believe that, but I don't. I hate this poll, meaning the one we're talking right now, 201, 24.1%. I don't hate the polls, 109. That, that's kind of a stupid answer right there. I mean, there must be some like, like this one. How could you not hate this? I hate it. I hate Neil because he won't put me in his will, 21. Too bad. I just like being negative and hateful, 19. I hate everybody and everything, 15. I hate Neil's opinion, 7. Well, <coughs> to you, your mama. Your mama so socks in hell. Ain't that swell? I hate Neil because I'm a right-wing a-hole, 5. I hate myself for continuing to listen to Neil, 3. I hate myself, 3. I hate the world, 3. I hate Neil because he rejected me as a MySpace friend, 2. I wonder who that could be. Huh? Um, no, I didn't reject him. He, he's just a reject. He's just a phony. He's a fake. There's plenty of fakers on there, okay? Fakers and Quakers and Shakers and the Troublemakers. Any, anything where you deal with people who are anonymous. I mean, we've got 1,300 MySpace friends. Okay, let me, let me finish reading the poll. I'll make my point. Uh, I hate Neil, too. I hate Neil because I'm a religious nut, one. I hate Neil because he hung up on me, none. I hate Neil's success, none. 841. We have 1,300 MySpace friends, okay? Yeah. yeah. Out of those 1,300, I have one person, one new legitimate friend that I know and have met and is a good friend. Wait, we're down to one now? Well, how many did we have? What do you mean? I think it was like two or three the last time no, I was no, I'm in I'm talking here. about somebody I've met. Somebody I know oh. is who he says he is. Okay. Somebody who's a living and breathing, stupendous human being, a great guy. Uh, uh, but even if he wasn't a great guy, just a, a real person, a person who is who he says he is. Do you know what I'm saying? One. Plus, there were a couple of people I knew. I mean, like KJ and his wife are on there and like Chicken Neck and Miguel. And so, you know, but those are people I already knew. But I'm talking about of these new, and I use the word friends loosely, you know, friends. I've got one. That's not a good batting average out of 1,300, is it? No. Yeah. Now, do you know what I'm saying, that anonymity factor? I hear you, man. That's, uh, that's my space. That's what you get from it. <laughs> and I can hear some of what you're saying, too. Baby. 
At 560 WQM, it's just the Marlin warm up today. Marlin pregame show at 1230 for opening day, baby. Oh, yes, opening day. Take me out to the ballgame. In fact, I, might, I probably should play that, shouldn't I? We were hairy intensive there for a while. That's right. We should play. Uh, One million thousand. No, not that. Jeez. I had it <laughs> It's just one of those days, man. Just one of those days. Where the hell is it? With that. I don't really know if that's uh, really was him. It sounds like it was really him. It sounds like the it. imitator. Who the hell was it? Yeah. <laughs> that was the. Uh, I'm just pickled pig. Yeah, I'll bet. Not, I think pickled is what he was trying to say. Just pickled. Boy, he was a bad drunk, is what they said about Harry. In fact, hey, that's what made him die. who he is, man. Yeah, I would, I would think that's a good point. He was a bud man. In fact, don't we have that line in there? I'm pretty sure we I do, do somewhere. But he uh, he fell down, hit his head. He was a, in a drunken stupor in some bar on a road trip, and he hit his head and had like uh, some kind of a thing. I don't know. Oh, here it is. I'm a Cub fan. I'm a bud man, and I trust you are too. Oh yeah, sure. 852 votes on the poll. That was uh, quite a time, man. Let me tell you about our trip to uh, Wrigley Field and uh, the show we did for Murphy's Bleachers across the street there, where I sat in an empty bar and uh, talking to myself. Boy, and then they brought in Bob Brenly, former uh, San Francisco Giants catcher, and a really bad uh, Cubs radio announcer. Bad. Even you'd agree with that. Bad. I, yeah. Terrible. And I talked to him about the Cubs, and of course, uh, nobody in South Florida gave a crap about the Cubs. That was nice going, Disney, and that's because Disney was from Chicago. And that's why we went there and did a show in the first place, because nobody in South Florida give a... Who the hell cared about the Cubs? I did, but nobody else did, but that was his idea of a great, uh, a great time. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. Well, screw you, Red Nose. Remember uh, Red Nose, the Rudolph Reindeer? That's him. So we got the engineer coming today, and I'm sure that by tomorrow everything will be there. Thick is just fine. Oh, you're sure of that? No. I'm just trying to sound optimistic. Okay. Hmm. As long as the check shows up next week, I'll be happy. I won't be around anyway. Boy, that's really something. It's really something. And, of course, when you've been bouncing checks because they didn't count your cash, you can't afford to be having checks sitting around in, uh, you know, in a mailbox somewhere. won't be in my regular mailbox. Don't anybody go rifling looking for my check. It won't be in there. 
You know, you know those kids that mess with people's mailboxes? Those kids need to be murdered right on TV. I say get Geraldo out of, uh, out of the freezer and put his ass on there. And he can host the show where they take all the kids that potsky with people's mailboxes and kill them all one by one. No. Now, I must confess, I, I did do that as, as a child. Oh, I'm sure of that. I had no doubt about that. I had, why, I had been in the back of it? a pickup, and I, I gave my best, you know, Barry Bonds swing and knocked one off. With a baseball bat? Yes. What, a, what an a-hole. Well, you know, I was, a, I was a dumbass back then. You were a jackass. Right. That's the kind of thing jackasses do. That's what 13-year-olds do, man. Oh, you were 13. Well, I, you know. Now, that guy that's... Uh, oh, and you know who it is? I forget the hell. I saw his picture on MySpace. I'm trying to think of which... This real ugly guy that's the one that's got the hots for you. Oh, he wrote some kind of oh you found him on MySpace? No, I didn't. I, I, I looked. He sent a message. Why, why do you put it that way? I found him on MySpace. Why do you, why do you put it I, that you way? You know what I meant. I didn't mean you were searching oh. for him. Now, you sound okay now all of a sudden. Don't tell me the problem corrected itself. Well, praise the Lord. Probably not. Maybe it's taking a rest. It's just trying to mess with you. Ah, it just cut off at the very ass end of that. It's just trying to mess like that. And the people who are listening on the radio and also online even are thinking, what is the old queen talking about? It sounds just fine to us. Well, good hey, for you. Hey, wait a minute. Isn't there some chick coming in tomorrow or something? Oh, that's right. Uh, allegedly, but you know something? There's another talk about a mystery man, George's close personal friend, Christopher, who's another one of our MySpace mystery people. You know, seriously, I've got people on there that I've talked to uh, at length, like Brandon, for example, and I don't want him to get all, although I haven't had any message from him today. Maybe he's actually doing some work. But uh, I've never met him. I don't have his phone number. I, don't, I have a last name that he gave me, which is fine. At least that's something, you know. I have a last name that Christopher gave me, too. What? I was going to ask if you wanted his phone number. If I want whose phone number? That guy you were just talking about. Brandon? Yeah. yeah. Now, well, what does that mean, the way you say that? Do I want to diddle with Brandon? I don't think so. I really don't think so, okay? Because he's, uh, you know, he's not interested. I'm not interested in dealing with anybody that don't want to diddle with me, okay? Why, why do you have to bring that up? Why does everything that I talk about all of a sudden come back to diddling, okay? I haven't said one word about your Russian girlfriend and the fact that you're turning into like a human pincushion. I haven't said anything about that. What are you talking about? I don't know. I just thought it sounded good. Okay. Maybe did it cut out? <laughs> That's probably what she's thinking. Cut it out. 861 votes. So anyway, I did see the guy. and he's. Uh, no, my, my point being is uh, just like Mike from FSU. Now, I uh, confabulate with him. He's going to London to study for a few weeks, and I uh, gave him a whole itinerary there of going to Amsterdam. Told him about the hotels and about uh, all kinds of stuff. So there's another guy, and, and I'm pretty sure he's for real. He is who he says. When you're dealing with students like that, uh, although not necessarily, you know what I mean? Yeah. Until you actually either have met somebody or spoken to them, have a first name, a last name, a phone number, a, a shoe size, an address, uh, you, you don't know for sure who you're talking to on there. Now, you know that. Yes, that is true. That is true. Uh -huh. How the hell do you verify it? So anyway, Christopher claimed that there was this Gwen, and I, and I, I assume she's a waitress. I don't know what she does. I think she's a hooker is what I think. Oh, well, and then I really want her to come If she knows in. him, then she must be, because he's uh, kind of in that, in that business. But anyway, I haven't heard nothing from him either. He's another one of these uh, phantom people that, you know, he shows up here for a couple of days, and then, uh, and then all of a sudden disappears for a while. He's busy. 
So we'll, we'll see. I think that'll be something to really look forward to is, A, getting the equipment uh, all working on both ends again, which I'm holding my breath, not. See, what I'm going to do is after the show at 1230 when the Marlin game comes on, I'm going to go over to the bank. I'm going to find out who or the vice president or whoever the highest official is sitting there on her ass during the lunch hour, and I'm going to go in there and pee on her desk. And then I'm, then I'm going to start getting angry. Why don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard? Where is the love? I don't get no promotion. That's when you go, doy, doy. You gotta try fast if I can use the potion. That's when I do it, doy, 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 Times, boy, like we miss a gigantic tumor. It's 1132 at 560 WQAM. So anyhow, let's see, 883, what? Eight, yeah, 883. We got a shot, actually, you know, for you to really push it, Chris. I'm glad that Josh has got an opportunity to see how he, you don't push the uh, poll the way you, uh, Josh used to do it. Yeah. Actually, it's all his fault. Yeah, it's his fault for screwing up the Because he said that the poll stinks, so people don't want to vote on it. Now, I actually heard what you just said. No, I mean, I mean, uninterrupted by glitches and bitches and hitches. You think this thing has fixed itself out? Uh, oh, no. 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 Sounded good right there. Well, we can always test it. No, right there, just cut out. See? Anyway, Harfax says most ATMs are serviced by private companies like Brinks or Wells Fargo. There are, so there are sometime delays. Well, excuse me, okay? How many days would you like? Before uh, somebody makes a cash deposit in the ATM, how many days would you like before you finally credit it to their account? About 30, man. I mean, uh, online, it was credited in there as, as part of the total, but not available. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Sure, you two different numbers. Uh, available amount and balance. <laughs> wow. And in my case, I think it said unbalanced. You think they were trying to tell me something? I'm going to go in there. I'm going to pee on her desk. I'm going to turn the desk upside down on top of her ass, and then I'm going to start getting angry. If, if there is one kind of business, man, monkey business, that I cannot stand, it's banks, including the one I have down there, which I'm not going to go into who it is on the air anymore because, obviously, they spend a lot of money on a radio station, and if I do that, oh, my God, Neil's at it again. We got cancer. So I can't say, see. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Probably. No, I didn't say which bank. I'm just saying, in generally speaking. Oh, and also speaking of people who are like incompetent, does Ray Perry still work there at that radio station? Um, yes, he does. Well, I'm wondering where my Marlin tickets are. Not that I'm going to be using them anytime soon, well, since they don't. Well, when's the home opener? Next week, I believe. Yes, the sixth, Friday. The sixth, which would be a fr oh, th this Friday. Yes. And I'll be going on vacation Friday. 
So I certainly will be going to that game. In fact, I won't be going to any games. But, you know, I have friends who might want to go. Where's my Marlin tickets? Ray Perry. Where's the Marlin tickets, Hotshot? I don't know, but I like Ray Perry. He's, uh, he's getting me a Blackberry. I'm getting a Blackberry. He's getting you a Blackberry? That's right. In the big time, buddy. Well, you know something? That would be really nice. Then you and I can like be text messaging back and forth all day. Text you that while you're losing at Woodbine? That could be some of the days. I could say, hey, I lost my ass, Pally, or something like that. No, I, I like text messaging. I think it's a neat form of a communication. I like it. I mean, also you get your emails on there. But emails, see, first we had the snail mail, okay? And then we went to emails, which is fine. And our text messaging, which I'm sure that all the kids, anybody with a cell phone has got. Well, don't you already do that on your cell phone? Uh, mm. Very vaguely. Uh, very vaguely? I mean, I'm not a big fan of doing it. I kind of. Why not? Well, I don't have a BlackBerry. I, you know, I have a regular phone, so it's it's kind of a pain in well, the ass. Well, it's too difficult for you? It's not difficult. I got a few these... friends who have regular phones, and they uh, they uh, text me on my uh, BlackBerry. Well, yeah, but a lot of people, you know, with Blackberries and these sidekicks these days, got a little keyboard, and they can write like a paragraph. I'm not. In, I, I'll give you a yes or a no kind of thing answer. You know, a yes can... or a answer you cut out when you said no. See, that's it. So, in other words, you're going to not even write back like a sentence? No, I, yeah, probably not. Probably a sentence is the most I'll go. Well, why is it so difficult? Have well, I don't need to write an email from my from my little cell phone here. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm talking about when you get your BlackBerry. Well, that, that gonna, would be different. I'm not going to waste my time uh, texting you if I'm going to get back a yes or a no. You know? <laughs> to, me, to me, yes or no is not I don't think you're going to waste your time texting me. Why not? How, how much do you want to bet? How much? Do, I don't want to bet you anything, but... Uh, well, when are you getting your BlackBerry? I don't know. Probably in a week. Ah, well, uh, get back to me when you get it, okay? Like my Marlin tickets. The same crap. It's another QAM scam. I'll, do, I'll be like Miguel. I'll just keep your Marlin tickets. I'll go talk to Ray about it. You better get Miguel's hands out of my Marlin tickets, okay? Yeah, I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, I'm putting you in charge of it. You better keep that Spick's hands off of my damn Marlin tickets, or there's going to be hell to pay, okay? I like Miguel. He's a good guy, but nevertheless... Oh, and I just I checked all the uh, all my MySpace outlets there. Christopher and the uh, he's just vanished. I mean, he you know his his profile's still there, but he isn't responding. Now, like he hasn't responded for like a day, or he a couple of days, couple of days. And I'm, I'm I'm talking about in terms of what we were just saying about Gwen coming in with the food and all this other BS that he's been promising for weeks and weeks. In fact, Gwen first first time he talked about his lady friend, she had a different name. Then all of a sudden, she was Gwen. Okay. So yeah. if there really is such a person, either she's another one with phantom names, or maybe there isn't really such a person after all. You know. Yeah, it just phantom. got bogus. You got what? It just got bogus to me. Huh? Eight ninety-five on the pool, man. We got. I think we really have a shot at a thousand. We need a hundred and five votes in fifty-two minutes. That, that's just that's about average. What we usually need about two a minute. Wait, can you say that again? How many minutes? 52. That's a wonderful thing to say. See, fat people, they don't like to work. I have no problem working, but, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can tell. 900 votes. Now, see, that was a nice chunk just came in there. Now they're starting to give me their support, even though this pool is crap. 901, see that? Really mo making a move. And I got my music all queued up here for... Oh, God, I love this thing. Bad show. Is that it right there? Barnaby Jones, you don't like that for uh, the ball game? It's only a minute. Yeah, it's not, not even bad. a minute. You don't, that, that's not... A, I, I think it's kind of... Nice. I don't see anything wrong with that. I could play a good times because George is on vacation this week. In fact, I got it on here on the same disc. 
I don't know why he hates that theme. What's wrong with that theme? I think it kicks ass. I think it's just fine. Keeping your head above water. I just love that thing. I loves it. I, I might play that instead. So you'll have to stay tuned for the pregame show. Then you can turn it right off. <laughs> oh, come on. This isn't one of those exhibitionist games. This is opening day, boys and girls. That's right. Yeah. Everybody get all whipped up about it. We love the Marlins, especially when they play early in the middle of the week. Come on, you're going to watch a little baseball this year? You know you are. Am I going to want what? See, you're cutting out again bad. You're going to watch a little baseball this year? I know you are. See, the word cut, am I going to watch baseball? Yeah. No. See, you weren't there toward the end of last week when I was talking about the fact that you couldn't pay me. See, that's why I mentioned... What do you mean? You, watch, watched, you said like, you watched uh, a little bit of last night. A little bit last night. The Mets and the Cardinals. See, I couldn't even tell you who the Mets were playing. That's how much interest I had. And who was doing it? Oh, yeah, John Miller. Now, he's, he's good. He's okay. I just don't like his fake excitement. I just, you know... But, I mean, like with the Orioles, he was good. But uh, the Orioles had Chuck Thompson, who was even better. And then the guy that I can't think of his name, and nobody knows who I'm talking about, who does the Orioles now, who's great, great broadcaster, and I can't think of his name. I know that Rimmer was very jealous of him. But no, he, he doesn't do it. Now he does the Washington Nationals, as a matter of fact. So if anybody, can't you get all these broadcasts online, or do you have to have, like, Sirius or XM? I mean, I could Google them. I, don't, I won't know which one. Yeah, yeah. do the Washington the TV guy? Well, yeah. Okay. You'll, you'll tell me the guy's name, and immediately I'll say, yeah, that's the guy. He's great. He's not good. He's great. 908 on the poll, by the way. We need 92 votes in 50 minutes. We can do it. It just came into my mind. Did you find it? Oh, uh, well, I, I had somebody else. You did what? I have somebody else. Well, that ain't the right one. Well, you said no TV, problem. didn't you? Yeah. Washington Nationals. Yeah. What does it say in your thing? Well, the play-by-play guy is Bob Carpenter. And who and Mel Proctor's not listed there? Not at all. There's there's a bunch. There's three other guys on here, including Don Sutton and Charlie Slows and uh, some other turd. But uh, uh, no, I didn't get that. Well, Mel Proctor, maybe I just I'm on their website. Stand by for news. Abigail McGillan, an elderly woman, answered a knock at the door one day, only to be confronted by a well-dressed young man carrying a vacuum cleaner. I'll say it again. The young man was carrying a vacuum cleaner. Good morning, said the man. If I could take a couple of moments of your time, I'd like to demonstrate the very latest in high-powered vacuum cleaners. Go away, said Abigail. I haven't got any money. And she proceeded to close the door. Quick as a flash, the young man wedged his foot in the door and pushed it wide open. Don't be too hasty, he said to Abigail. Not until you have at least seen my demonstration. With that, he emptied a bucket of horse manure onto her hallway carpet. If this vacuum cleaner does not remove all traces of horse manure from your carpet, madam, I will personally eat the remainder. Abigail stepped back and chuckled and said, Well, I hope you've got a damn good appetite because they cut off my electricity this morning. Paul Harvey. Good day. Good day. Mel Proctor is a longtime TV sportscaster, working for, among others, the Baltimore Orioles, Washington Nats, San Diego Padres, and L.A. Clippers at various points in his career. He also did radio play-by-play during his career, working for the Washington Bullets and the New Jersey Nets in the 80s. Proctor was play-by-play announcer for the Washington Nationals baseball, teaming with former major leaguer Ron Darling. I think that's why he got candy, kept calling him Darling, uh, during the Mid-Atlantic Sports Network. Didn't return for the 2006 season, though. He's well-known for making practical jokes on the air and reading stats out of the media guide. 
<laughs> whatever that means. He's a great broadcaster, so I guess he either got canned or he retired it or something happened like that. You never heard of Mel Proctor? Yes, I have. When was that? You mean just for me now or in the past? No, I've heard him before. You've heard him? I've heard of him, yes. But you never heard his work, though. I probably have. He's excellent. Tremendous broadcaster. 919 votes on the pool. We got, we're going to do it. We're going to make 1,000 by 1230. Oh! If it's the last thing we do, baby, I'm going to show you guys a lesson. The old timer here, huh? The old fart's going to roll up his sleeves. Of course, I got a short sleeve shirt. You know, that's one thing I have a fetish about, long sleeve shirts. Do either of you guys ever wear long sleeve shirts? When I, like, go out, dress up, I will. Like in a zoot suit? Go No, go, like, downtown, like a collared, you know, long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Like a button-down collar. Right. And a real fancy-schmancy, like with a tie? No. God, no. And a cravat? A what? And a, and a vest? I don't even know what that is, a cravat. I, I don't know. I don't even know how you say it. I know it's very, nice. very distinguished. It's like something the Brits do, you know, like like the Brits that have the monocle. Do you ever see those old time movies where the Brits had the uh, monocle? Silly. The Brits are silly. They always have and always will be. Nine hundred. Uh, let me refresh it one more time. This is going to be right down to the wire. And on pa pass Passover, no less. Pesach, when all the Jews, of course, will burn in hell if they vote on the poll. But that's only after sundown. You're safe till after sundown. You got Pesach, and then we got Easter Good Friday on Friday, and Easter Sunday on Sunday, and we're all going to go out and roll the Easter eggs in the front lawn, and the Easter bunny's going to come hop, hop, hopping along. Such a bunch of stupid crap, man. 920, we're 80 votes short. We got 12 and 30. 52, 52 minutes for 80 votes. Can he do it? Because that would really make us rock solid. We could do that, you think? Oh, sure. Now, during the last break, uh, toward the beginning of the break, I actually cut out. I, I thought it was just gone, the audio from down there, just for like several seconds. So are they actually trying to do something? Is that what that tells me? Or is it just that the thing is getting deteriorating, getting worse and worse? And Brandon, by the way, says, Josh couldn't find my phone number with the help of the FBI. He sent you some kind of a caustic message. Okay. Hey, don't be knocking Brandon. He's a good guy, okay? He's a little mysterious, but people aren't entitled to be mysterious, but he's a good guy. He's a fine human being. And about your question, I would go with option B. What was that? That they're not working on it. It's just deteriorating at the moment. No, no, just there. Until until you got through saying a moment, uh, it was fine. But then I could hear like, Oop, little, a little burp there at the end. Yeah, yeah a, little, a little one. From talking to George, it seems like they've done what they can think of here. Once Greg is there and they can kind of talk and go back and forth, they'll try to right. do some more stuff. In other words, once we get a real engineer on the case, then we'll get it fixed is what he's trying to tell you? I guess. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Now, did you pass along my message about he can just come right on in? Yes, I did. You can play the rooftop singers, walk right in, sit right down. Uh, 923 votes on the poll. We need 77, and uh, we got 11 and uh, 41 minutes. That's less than two a minute. This crowd can do it. They will come through for me. You'll see. And one of the reasons they're going to come through is because they're still, even though it's a regular season game and it's opening day, oh! there are a lot of people out there still really pretty P.O. They'd rather hear that last half, hour and a half of the legendary Neil Rogers show. Oh, God! As opposed to some stupid ball game. But it'll be nice. Because it'll give me a chance to go over to the bank and raise holy hell. Now, see, and, and then they're, I mean, they already know I'm American because they got, you know, all my info in there. But Canadians generally, I mean, I've seen some people get pretty pissed off here about various things, but generally are, are like too polite, especially Torontonians, very polite, very low-key, 
And to go in and make a scene like that would be very un-Canadian, eh? You know what I mean? No. no. In other words, if you go into the supermarket and you get pushy and the, you know, you're like the fourth person online and the cashier is diddling around and dorking around or the, the person who's up there now is, is like fumbling through his change, little change thing and trying to find the exact change and you start getting impatient, they're looking and you think, oh, that must be an American, you know. <laughs> no, I, I'm just telling you, that's, I'm not making that up. That's just the way it is. So every Canadian is just easygoing? I wouldn't say every Canadian. I mean, some of the hockey players have a temper on them, get a little pissed off. And some of them are dumber than sawdust, like Denise Potvin, who's belly aching about, Oh, that was really great by Eddie, by Belfort. That was really cool, man, what he did. That was really, oh, you got to love that. Yeah, you got to love the stupid penalty he got for it that cost him the game in overtime. You stupid, dumb frog, you. You idiot, you simple. <laughs> God, is he a moron. Ed Tant says, that's Tant, not Tant. The I word is starting to circle around Bush. Arrogance, ignorance, incompetence, and irresponsibility are just four many words which could describe the White House misadministration of President Bush and his crew, who so rapidly transformed the ship of state into a pirate ship. Now Bush's ship is riddled with cannon fire and deservedly sinking, and one conservative Republican already is hinting at the possibility of impeaching the president. Senator Chuck Hagel of Nebraska, Vietnam War veteran and possible presidential contender in 2008, said in the April edition of Esquire magazine that Bush blindly considered himself unaccountable for his mistakes, mendacity, and misadventures. You can impeach him, and before this is over, you might see calls for his impeachment, said the Republican stalwart. Actually, calls for the impeachment of the Bush-Cheney regime have rung long and loud for years from the anti-war movement. As is so often the case, American dissidents are far ahead of political leaders of either of the two major corporate political parties in this country. Now, because of such Bush League scams and scandals as the uh, one in Iraq. Hello? Yes? What happened? We get cut hello? off? What happened? We lost? Hello, hello. Oh, don't tell me you lost the line. Am I gone? It must be on. It's got to be on that end. Am I back? Still off? Oh. Yeah, I can hear that. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Can't hear me? Gone? On? Out? Off? In? What's the deal? Are you hearing me at all? Is it cutting out? Is it on? Give, give me a high side, low side. You there, Neil? I'm here. Oh, my God. Oh, well, that was interesting. You know what happened? Did you get any of that? Did I get any of what? I heard the music you were playing. Oh, yeah, that's because we lost you. The reason why we lost you is because they decided to tell, not tell us that they were switching. So we're hearing pregame without hearing you at all. I was hearing Dave. Yeah, we're hearing Dave and them down the line, and we weren't How hearing you. How boring. I was right in the middle of this important article about impeaching Dan Bush, for crying out loud, and now I, I got a Schmidt cannon. I was saying, how long was I off for crying out loud? I heard you say, well, no, hello, they were, hello. They were, everybody else was hearing you. George and I weren't hearing you. I mean, Josh and I weren't hearing you. So, in other words, so everything you read got the audience the gets a bonus today. The audience is hearing everything just fine. It's just that I can't hear anything uh, half the time because it's cutting out, and you're not hearing anything because they switched something on your ass there. What are they? I don't understand. What do you mean they switched? What does that mean? They, like, normally we run, we're run through the board in the other room. Yeah. But if they want to, they can change it and make this room QAM and they do stuff like you know record spots or whatever in the other room well they decided to do that without telling us so I can switch it over here so we're hearing what's coming out over the air so instead Josh and I are just hearing like you know Dave Ben uh, you know and everything boring yeah okay well you know and we're not hearing you but 
the radio station had you going out there. So everything you said went out to all of our wonderful So I could have finished my damn story. It was an important story, for Christ's sakes, on Pesach, no less. I think it's a damn uh, QAM conspiracy. Yeah, probably. I think the Nazi party is behind it, if you ask me. I think a bunch of fascist lunatics are behind it. I think that bitch from the bank, uh, I think Wells Fargo is behind it, eh? Oh, look at that. The superintendent of Chicago police has resigned. Well, that's big news. Look at that big fat tub. My God. Look, that's a cop. He makes me look like Rumpelstiltskin on a bad day. Makes me look like a, a hummingbird in heat. Now, what's the story on the poll? I don't, I don't want to get this thing screwed up because they can't hear me. But they could hear me. You just couldn't. Yeah, they could hear you. We just couldn't. Well, that's good. That's what's important. I couldn't give a crap less if you can hear me or not. 939, it means we need 61 votes in 35 minutes. Now, that's less than two a minute. That's no problem. <laughs> 940. Oh, a nice chunk. I remember I used to work at 940 when it was WYNZ, when it was a good station, when it was worth listening to, because I was on it. Does that sound a little arrogant and egotistical? Absolutely. Good. 1156 at QM. Marlin pregame. The Marlins at the Washington Nats. Pregame at 1230. The game time at 105. We do that again on Wednesday. Oh. I think they ought to play every day at 1230. Oh. I think 1115 sounds good to me. Oh. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. The two listeners in our audience will be excited to hear the new comma, com, com, comma, 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 Fun, uh, fun. Uh, funny? Yeah, funny for us to giggle. <laughs> okay, here it is, gentlemen. Both of you out there. I can get this electronic device to work. I make it sounds with my mouth. 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 I'm making sounds with my mouth. No, 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 I'm making sounds with my mouth. I'm making sounds with my mouth. I'm making sounds with my mouth. I'm making a sound. With my mouth, I'm making sounds. I'm making with my mouth. I'm making a sound with my mouth. I want to plant a zillion. <laughs> okay, 1202 at 560-WQM, only less than a half hour away from opening day. Oh! All right. And the Marlin pregame show, 959 in the poll. I'm not going to read the poll result because it's a bad poll. If we can do 1,000 by 1230 on this poll, that's yeah. going to be a real feather in uh, your rectum cap, whoever you are, whoever wants to take credit for it. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to take credit for this poll under any circumstances. 962. You notice how every time it changes now when I refresh it, they're coming in in nice big chunks? Mmm. 
962. 38 votes in 28 minutes. That's not even close to two a minute anymore. See how the ratio is coming down nice? Mm-hmm. It's sympathy votes. So I'm just, I'm just going to ignore you, okay? I, th- I think you're under a lot of pressure because Josh is there this week and wants his old job back. Oh, no, it's all good. He is there, isn't he? You are there? I'm here, man. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, every now and then. Where do you think I went? Who knows? You could be wandering around a building beating engineers with a baseball bat. I have no idea. Maybe you like uh, out knocking mailboxes down again. I have no idea. I'm going to have to, like, uh, censor this next story. It's on our website. Islamic countries can suck Jesus' chocolate-covered is the headline. Jesus okay. Christ. Yeah, I can't read the word. Spell it. I'm gonna have, I beg your pardon? Spell it. No, yeah, no, I'm not going to spell it either. See? Oh. Islamic countries want to ban speech that offends religious sensibilities. You want to know why? Because their religion sucks and they can't defend it, says Sank. So instead of engaging others in the marketplace of ideas, they try to prohibit speech they can't counter. They push through a resolution in the U.N. Human Rights Council that prohibits any speech that offends Islam. That is so stupid. Oh, have I offended you? I guess I should be banned then. Meanwhile, over here in this part of Never Never Land, the Catholic crazies are all freaked out over a chocolate Jesus. So what? I just don't get it. I'm being literal. I don't understand what's offensive about a chocolate Jesus. I didn't read the part of the Bible that talks about not making graven images of Lord in chocolate, and it's possible since the Bible's got so many other things that are institutionally nuts, I wouldn't rule it out. Why does anyone care that it's in chocolate? I understand when people were freaked out when an artist covered the Virgin Mary in cow dung. That's feces. It doesn't take a rocket scientist or biblical expert to figure that one out, but what's offensive about chocolate? The other part of the so-called chocolate Jesus controversy is his penis. Apparently he has one. That's not what it says here. It's got another word. Apparently he has one. Someone hide the children. It turns out humans have penises. No, you don't say. My guess is that if Jesus actually existed, he would get a good belly laugh out of people being offended that he had a penis. Yeah, don't worry about feeding the poor or anything like that. Just obsess over Jesus' chocolate-covered penis. I'm sure that's what the good Lord would have wanted. So is the argument that Jesus didn't have one? Or were people offended because it was too big, too small, too immaculate, not immaculate enough? Note to crazy Christians, male humans have penises. I know that comes as a giant shock and disappointment to you, but I swear you have to get used to it. And yes, even your Lord and Savior had one, even if he never used it. By the way, if Jesus never had an orgasm the whole time he was alive, no premarital sex, no masturbation, he must have walked around with the biggest erection in creation. How do you depict blue balls in chocolate? Since, see, I told you, I have to, like, dance around the edges of the story. Are you following this so far? Oh, I'm oh yeah, definitely. Good. Since Jesus is also a prophet in Islam, I guess I killed two holy birds with one heretical stone here. I've offended thee. Whoop-dee-doo. Here's the part you don't understand. I don't believe in your voodoo, so I don't care that I'm offending your mythical non-existent gods covered in chocolate with balls that ache like there's no tomorrow. It's like getting mad at me for offending Zeus and Artemis. I don't care. They don't exist. Considering their feelings is beyond preposterous. I'm not living your fantasy world. It must be noted that in this case, the Muslims are even more wrong than the Christians. The Catholics are being super goofy, but ultimately, who cares about their bruised feelings? If the Norse were pissed off at me because I made fun of their fruit-covered Thor with a raspberry penis, I wouldn't much care either. But when the Muslims try to quiet all dissent because they can't make a halfway decent argument in favor of their religion, they cross a line. You're allowed to have your wacky and dangerous ideas if I'm allowed to have my reasonable ones. When you, when you try to take away our right to speak, that ends the conversation. That's the free flow of ideas when it comes to an end. Even though I think your ideas have led to the senseless deaths of millions upon millions, I still wouldn't prohibit them. I don't need to. 
They're asinine and will ultimately be defeated. I believe in the power of reason in the long run. Ironically, the devout don't have faith in their faith. That's why they have to quash dissent. That's what they've been doing for centuries now. Both Muslims and Christians have been killing people that challenge their orthodoxy for the last 2,000 years. Remember the Catholic Church imprisoned Galileo when he said the earth went around the sun. While Galileo said in prison, the earth still revolved around the sun. Funny how that works. You can prohibit certain speech all you want, but it doesn't make it any less true. So you take your voodoo, and I'll take reason and logic, and let's do ideological battle. I might not win in the short term, because humanity is an infant that's still struggling to open its eyes. But ultimately, my victory is inevitable, unless, of course, the religious kill us all first. You can make all the Looney Tune arguments you like, and you can even whine over cartoons of Mohammed or chocolate-covered Jesuses, but when you say I'm not even allowed to speak back, well, that's fighting words. Nice going, Sank. What a good article, huh? Jesus will be chocolate. Yeah, that's right. That's what Ray Naganhead said, Knucklehead. A chocolate Jesus who's going to come to New Orleans and get drunk on his ass. Because that's all, that's all anybody ever went to New Orleans for anyway is get laid and get drunk, which most people probably do that at home, at least part of that. 974 votes. Boy, we are going to do it, and I bet you, I bet you even Joe Ainge will be proud. I remember we took a poll. And was this back in IOD? Was our, you know, I, I guess it was on QAM. How long ago did Joe Angel get canned, would you say, give or take? How long has been? Probably four years. Oh, yeah, so it's definitely on QAM. And I remember we took a poll about your favorite Marlin broadcaster, and Joe Angel won by a mile, hands down, not even close. He, he was a great broadcaster. And Still he, is. Uh, he thanked me on the air. He didn't mention my name, but he said the, uh, the poll takers and the uh, whatever, you know. He actually acknowledged my existence. Which I wouldn't imagine that your buddy Dave Van Voren would have known of my existence because he'd probably say, that fat fag, you know, like that. You know, well, all you do is bash him. But I did tell you that John Miller likes you. Yeah, of course. All, all the real broadcasters love me. Harry Carey loved me. He came on his show. Joe Bowen loves me, the voice of the uh, pathetic Toronto Maple Leafs who lost 7-2 to to the Rangers last night. Boy, talk about a choke job. My God. Not as bad as the Panthers, though, man. That was, that was really weak. And there's that dumb frog, Denise... Fotban, Fotpan, opening up a big mouth. Oh, that was great, Eddie. you got to love that. <laughs> yeah, you got to love when somebody gets a stupid two-minute penalty for, like, uh, putting on the old swan dive routine and overacting. Of course, when you get to be as old as Eddie, you get to be a little senile. I know. I know all about getting old. 977, 23 votes in 21 minutes. Man, if we can't do that, we're hanging it up. Stick it. Goodbye, Scooter Libby, 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 Libby. You out at secret agents in the field and got them killed. Like Dick Cheney or a treasonous fool. Can't pick your boyfriends in the twos. Looks like it's time for flipping. I'd like to ask working under Dick from your vantage point. Does Cheney have a mole on his ass? Here we go again. I level neocon men. Always wind up in the pen. We'll never know how many agents died because of your big mouth. With Gus Novak and Rose, join me soon. When you see your cellmate Cheney, you can ask him why his name rhymes with that Twelve fourteen at five sixty WQM. It's an exciting day. It's opening day. Take me out to the ball game. You can smell the jock straps and the uh, gloves and the uh, baseballs and the ointment and the liniment and the whatever. Can't you? No. 
course not. The game's in Washington, for Christ's sakes. 992 votes. We're going to make the 1,000 easy. Now, there's not even any pressure. Isn't that good? Yeah. I'm way too old for there to be too much pressure. And all you people rationalizing, well, you know, maybe it's Wells Fargo or somebody else in the banks. The banks haven't got a right to hold your money, man. And when they can see on there that you made a cash deposit and they still go ahead and bounce the check, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like somebody there ought to be shot. You know what I'm saying? And if this was America where I could go out on the 441 to any pawn shop and buy me a real cheap piece or even an expensive one, I'd go in there and I'd blow a few people away and teach them a lesson, eh? Have a nice day, eh? But I guess I can't do that. 994. And, I'm, and you know what? I'm, I'm so embarrassed by the poll, I'm not even going to read the result. I'm not even going to read the question. <laughs> right? Yeah, just give us a 1,000 votes. That's right. Forget about the question or what the poll question is. Just give it. I like that. Give us a 1,000 votes. What's the question? I'm not telling you. 996. I guess I'll tell them the question. When you say, I, when you vote, I hate this poll, what are you really saying? What do you really mean, huh? What do you really be saying? Let me refresh that, baby. 996 plus... You'll see. 999. Oh, Happy Day by the Edwin Hawkins Singers. George played it last week. Good thing I don't want to put pressure on you to play it again. Oh, Happy Day. 999. The next vote is going to be number 1,000. Is this one of the great moments in radio history? Sure. Why not? You don't, you don't seem to care. Of course, you never cared when you worked on the show. I can't get anybody else to care about this. I it's a damn good, damn good thing I care yes! about. Yes! Let me refresh it one more time. That's one more time. Do, 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 do. That's right. And, oh, it's still 9.99. Jesus. See, they always do this to me. They, they love to, they, almost as if they're psychic. They all, they got a, a chain, a, a daisy chain going. You have a thousand. And we have a thousand. Yes! How do you like that? Yes! 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 I think it was a very exciting moment. We started out with what? About five votes when the show started. It was pretty weak. Yeah, I don't it was know pretty what bad. it was, but it was pretty bad for what we usually have when we start even on a Monday. See, when you change the pool on Sunday for Monday, what I'm going to have to do is start doing it on Saturdays. Because Sunday, who the hell? I mean, what kind of a life could you possibly have if you're voting on our poll on Sunday? You know? Well, oh, what kind people of are doing it. Well, not that many. Not as like on a regular weekday. Although, what kind of life could they have anyway if they're voting on our poll? Thousand votes. Oh! Thank you so very much. For whatever that means. And we got the big Marlin game coming up. Oh, I, excuse me, by the way, for hitting that. Did you notice I hit that in the middle of a spot or something? No, I didn't notice that. We were out of the studio. You were out of the studio doing what? I was in the main studio talking with Carlos. And, and by the way, I hate to break the news to you. I'm very excited to break the news to you. Maybe it's because we got the 1,000 votes. Guess, what, guess what's going on? What's going on? You're not breaking up anymore. Really? Wow. At all. At all. That's because I went in the main studio and fixed a few things. Yeah, you kicked a couple of things. Kicked the can. And, of course, it's on your end, Neil. Uh, they better call the engineer and tell him we'll forget about it. I don't want my good buddy Greg, the engineer here in uh, Toronto, wasting his time coming up here and uh, you well, know, just, tracking. Uh, just don't leave your door open anymore. He won't, he won't be able to get in. Well, no, that, that, somebody's got to tell him not to come. He'd be really PO'd at me. I don't want, yeah, you're trying to cause bad relations, aren't you? Kind of. I, th I think it's a racial thing myself because, uh, you know, he's a dark guy. So I think it's a racial thing on your part. He's chocolate. 
He's a chocolate guy, and I wonder if he's got a chocolate-covered raspberry. A study on teen bullying shows that lesbian and gay teens are three times more likely than heterosexual teens to report being bullied. It's clear that a sexual minority youth are population vulnerable to bullying, researcher Elise Berland, MD, says in a new release. This needs to be addressed, especially in schools, says Berlin, who works in the Adolescent Medicine Division of Children's Hospital Boston. She and her colleagues studied more than 7,500 U.S. youths who were between the ages of 14 and 22, with an average of 17 in 2001. Participants completed surveys in 2001 about bullying and their sexual orientation. In the surveys, they described their feelings of attraction as completely heterosexual, mostly heterosexual, bisexual, mostly homosexual, completely homosexual, or unsure, as in... Huh? Berland's team excluded data from participants. Berland's team excluded data from participants who were uncertain of their sexual orientation. Among the youth study, 90% described themselves as completely heterosexual. Another 8% called themselves mostly heterosexual, and about 1% called themselves bisexual. When they want it, they buy it. The researchers combined the mostly homosexual and completely homosexual responses into one lesbian gay category. About 1% of the participants were in this group. Lesbian or gay participants were three times as likely as heterosexual youth to report ever having been bullied. In contrast, lesbian or gay youth were about 80% less likely than heterosexuals to say they had bullied somebody else. How do you like that? You fairy! Exactly. Oh, 1,015 votes. See, look at the way they're coming through for the old man now in big clumps, baby. In big clumps on Pesach, no less. Now, I'm serious. Did you tell Corso to make sure he gets a hold of my buddy? Well, when I, we go to a commercial, I will. Well, you, you don't have to wait. I mean, this is important. I don't want the guy schlepping over here and uh, then finding the doors locked and I'm out here. I'm certainly not going to leave my door wide open when I'm going to the bank to pee on her desk or his or whoever. Whoever's, whoever's sitting at that desk, you better put on your Depends and your rubber raincoat right now because the old man is coming and going to unleash a flood. You think the Lord got all bent out of shape. Noah better start building the new ark. That's how P.O.'d I am. Got... got Hundreds of dollars to spare in an account that I hardly ever even use. And now I, now I can see why I don't use it when you're dealing with a, well, a horseball outfit like that. I'm not going to say, even, even though it's Canadian, eh? I'm not going to say what it is for obvious reasons, right? No, why? I, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's a good idea. Do you? No. Well, you do because you don't care, you know. You don't give a crap about such things. You don't even work on a show anymore. You're just here as a visitor now eating our free food. Okay, I well, I eat your free food anyway. You told Corso to call him and tell him. How did that just happen, by the way? Miracles? When we got the thousand votes, I hit the magic wand, the magic twanger. I plunked my magic twanger, as they said on the Buster Brown show, Andy Devine, 100 years ago. Plunk your magic twanger, Froggy. And Froggy started plunking his twanger. And all of a sudden, you guys came back on loud and queer. Now, do we want to do we want to run the test real quick to make sure everything's working fine? I am telling you, there is no. How how long have I been sitting here for uh, for two and a half hours of this crap? Don't you think I, I know if you're cutting out or not? So I'm old and senile, okay? I'm a silly old queen, but don't you? Haven't I been doing this long enough that I have some little kind of judgment about it? Eh? It's as fine as fine wine. It's day oh! in Miami town. At 560-WQAM. President Bush continues to urge patience. And success will take months, not days or weeks. The war on Iraq explodes. And the mortgage is foreclosed. With international tension, watch it, I pay attention. Watch dancing with the stars. I got them up to my eyes. 
my job has been deltaized. We need a revolution and I'll find a solution after dancing with the stars. Oh, oh. Dancing with the stars. Oh, oh. Dancing with the stars. Don't care what's on the news, I gotta see the new moves. Everything you do just captivates us. You've got such joy. You exude such joy in the dance floor. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what the that's the important stuff, folks. Get your priorities straightened out. Oh, thousand twenty-seven votes, man. I, if you would have told me at the beginning of this show today that we would do a thousand and twenty-seven votes, you know what I would have said? Crazy person. Now let's double check on this and make sure that you're all sounding nice and uh, you know. All right. Well, how's it sound then? Excellent. And Chris, how's it sound to you? Oh, my God, it sounds just like you. I wouldn't say excellent, but it sounds just like you. Why, thank you. You're welcome. Now, you know damn well, you know as well, that, that this isn't, didn't straighten itself out by, by osmosis or some miracle, some act of God even. Oh, God! You know that. And it certainly it was nothing here because nobody was working on anything here. Eh? Am I right? Yes, you are. Nobody diddled with anything here. I mean, we tried a few things based on them saying, well, why don't you unplug this? And see, that's always the key with them. You know, unplug a few things and then plug them back in. And then maybe maybe by some miracle it'll ficus itself back up again. Well, maybe it's Del South. See, you got me. I got started with a bank, and now you're going to get me going again? Not a good idea. Not a good idea, Chris. I think you cut out again when, when I, I think I misunderstood whatever you just said there. Would you like me to say it again? No. Anyway, we got the Marlins and the Washington Nats. There used to be the Syracuse Nats. They played basketball. Dolph Shays and Johnny Kerr. That's for us old, old timers from a thousand years ago. The Syracuse Nats. And then they went out of business. And now there's the Washington Nats, who also someday, probably very soon, will also go out of business. And not, not soon enough. <laughs> Hank from Rivals after the game. Eddie K from Rivals, 7 to 10 tonight. Don't switch that dial now. Not just yet. We'll give you the high sign. The high sign. Happy Pesach, by the way. Don't eat no trafe. 